Hello, Canada, and welcome to another Canadian Common Sense Rant. This is Canadian Common Sense with Lewis and Tony. Hello, Canada. It's Tony here. Today's date is June 14th, 2020. Well, by now, we have all heard the term defund the police. That is just the latest catchphrase buzzwords from the social justice warrior community stemming from the Black Lives Matter protests, which we all know started with the incident in Minneapolis nearing the end of May. And that's now spread all over the world. Uh, Black Lives Matter has now become a popular hashtag as it was a number of years ago. And I don't even mean to dismiss or diminish the cause. It's, uh, it's important, and I believe that it's something that we need to be aware of. Um, I will always believe that all lives matter, and I really don't think that the melanin content of someone's skin determines the importance or any kind of grading on how important their life is. But anyway, I digress. We're talking, the reason I'm bringing up defund the police, because that has been the latest action taken by the social justice warriors, whether they feel it piggybacks on Black Lives Matter or... I guess they're just trying to be trendy. I mean, there is now the the new country of Chaz that has been uh, a part of a certain part of Seattle has been cordoned off to become a new country as a result of all this. And it's crazy. It's craziness. So a defund the police movement has actually made its way into Canada now. And in my beautiful city of bridges here on the prairies there was actually a defund the police protest here and just as i said with the other protests that have recently happened here what does that particular movement have to do with a situation here completely irrelevant as far as i am concerned but as i've always said i do respect people's right to be heard, to say their peace, petition their government, protest peacefully. And that was the case here again. There was a peaceful protest of and numbers anywhere from, quote, in the hundreds to, quote, near a thousand, depending on which news source you listen to. And to their credit, any videos I watched, the protesters actually were handing out masks to wear. So at least they were following that particular public health directive they were certainly gathering in groups much larger than 34 but at least they were trying to be somewhat proactive anyway i really think that the defund the police people well they don't know what they're asking for they might believe they know what they're talking about but i think they're just the movement in general really does not get it now the Regina Police Association, not to be confused with the the Regina Police Service, the Police Association in Regina is 
essentially the union who represents the officers, made a statement last week and they told it exactly like it is. And I thought, bravo to them. Uh, the Regina Police Association said flat out, if you wish to defund the police, be careful what you ask for because the first programs that will start to get cut will likely be all of the community outreach programs that the Regina Police Service partakes in. And, of course, the radical leftist social justice warrior crowd was certainly not happy to hear that. And then, of course, you can probably predict what happened from there. They began to get very active on social media and the Regina Police Service, that is the actual police department themselves, caved and started issuing statements in full damage control, distancing themselves from the Regina Police Association. Oh, no, no, we certainly feel that community outreach is a very important service we provide. Well, what if there's no funding for it? Or are you going to choose that over straight-up policing? Well, wouldn't that be fantastic? Anyway, defund the police. I... I always it makes me wonder when the movements like this are spreading around the world. A, it's got to be much better organized than any of us would ever have thought. I mean, obviously these are not spontaneous protests, but I've always wondered about countries where it's not relevant as far as it may not be an issue, and there are countries in the world where there is not a large population of of black-skinned people. So in a country like Romania, for example, would the movement then say gypsy lives matter? In Ukraine, would it be Moldovan lives matter? Like, I'm, I'm just curious. I'm not even trying to make fun here. It's just, uh, you know, do they just pick a, a different minority they feel is being persecuted and insert that in the hashtag instead? Like, I'm really, I'm really actually genuinely curious how that works. But I don't know that Romania and Ukraine have a defund the police movement yet, but have to assume that it's coming because it certainly is infusing every other nation that has any kind of organized leftists. So we have to think about what they're actually asking for by defunding the police because I don't think a lot of these social justice warriors understand. If you cut funding to your police service, well, then who are you going to call when someone's breaking into your house? Ghostbusters? Are you going to call your neighbor? Because what are they going to do? Are you going to call your local plumber? See if they want to bring a pipe wrench over to defend you? Like, like really, what's your, what's your end game? What's your goal here? And I think that some of the protesters that I've heard interviewed actually get it as far as what the problem is without realizing that they actually understand part of the problem and part of the problem is is that we as a society north american society and really the western world in a lot of ways have turned our police officers into social workers police officers have absolutely no business picking up homeless people and getting them to a shelter at night for example police officers are not hired and are not in the game to deal with mental health crises. They're not sworn to be police officers to uphold Canadian law in order to help people with addictions. Yet, 
we continue to ask our police officers to take on these roles and they're not equipped. They're not trained for these sorts of things. Yet they've said yes, in the name of community outreach, they will certainly take on a lot of these roles. And police officers, 99% of them are tremendously good people who want to serve their community. That's why they take on this position in the first place. So, of course, they agree that, yeah, they will try to help their communities. But this is not what we hire police officers for. And some protesters I've heard interviewed have said that, oh, the funding from the police needs to be redirected into better social spending and more spending on on addictions and mental health. And when I heard that, you know, this was actually a lady being interviewed who said these things, and I just thought she's right, actually. Not that money needs to be diverted from the police to be spent on these things, but if the government did spend wisely on social services through the actual social services ministries, then they wouldn't have to be pumping that kind of money into police services under the guise of community outreach to turn our police officers into social workers. So how about instead of defund the police, we refund the police and just fund them properly for what we actually need them to do. And then perhaps the ministries of social services across the country can start doing what they need to do and start tackling some of these, these mental health problems. And the Edmonton police service actually has taken on the, the, the decision to hire directly social workers in their service to, help handle some of these problems. And that's that's innovative. That that is at least a you know an attempted solution to the problem. But let's get right down to the very heart of what the problem is. What causes I guess people to end up in the criminal justice system in the first place? What you know causes addictions to help to have people fall through the cracks, the poverty, the homelessness these are all societal problems and honestly the solution to these problems is much simpler than we think but for some reason so difficult to implement and you've heard me talk about this on a rant a year or so ago for any of you who've been with us all along and the solution is family and yeah that sounds like pretty simple but it also sounds quite difficult too it just it I was reminded of this when I watched a video today with Denzel Washington, and he even said that the problem with, you know, the black community being overrepresented in the criminal justice system, he said, isn't the system. He said, it's the family. And I've always had respect for Denzel Washington for a lot of the views he's given, and I like his acting. And he was just saying for personal story that, a lot of the friends he hang out with in school, hung out with in school, sorry, when he was a kid, are, you know, have been or are currently in jail. And he said he escaped that because he had parents that cared. He said he had a had a father who was a role model and taught him to work hard and showed him how to live right. And that's what a lot of kids in our in our world today are missing. And that's not that's not 
anything that's ethnically related. I mean, melanin content has absolutely nothing to do with broken families because broken families come in all shapes and colors and sizes. And if we just focus more on some positive role models for our young kids, then they wouldn't fall through the cracks because you got to think that a seven-year-old isn't going to go out and rob a bank. So if that seven-year-old has a good set of parents or at least two parents who care, they don't even have to be parents who are together, but at least two parents who care about them, they're not going to end up robbing a bank when they're 13 because they'll have two parents who care, who show them how to live right. There was a study done in the 1990s, um, a survey of for interviewing a bunch of death row inmates in the state of Texas. And this was in a, a men's prison. And to a man, every one of those death row inmates did not have a good relationship with their fathers. Does that tell you something? That certainly says a lot to me. So how about instead of railing on about defunding police and talk about whose lives matter more than others, why don't we start saying families matter? How about instead of defund police, how about redirect the police? And instead of saying, yeah, I'll want to stay with that, that, don't defund the police. Just let the police do their own job and get them to stop being social workers. And more importantly, how about we as parents, we as families, start doing our jobs? Tony.